What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What's up, guys? Cloud with you. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. We're in Mark chapter 11. Jesus is already in Jerusalem. He's already had that triumphal entry, and now he's going to cause some ripples, cause some stir. Let's see some of these stories. You've probably heard of this one before. It's recorded also in the other Gospels as well as John, which puts it at the beginning of his Gospel. There's some debate on to whether this is this happened twice or this is John wrote it differently for a specific theological reason. Let's not get into that. The point is, you've heard this story before. It's about Jesus getting angry and, and going into the temple and driving out the money changers, etc. So let's go ahead and read it. We're in Mark chapter 11, verses uh, 12 through 25. I'll read through 22. This is uh, It starts with Jesus cursing a fig tree. So let's start. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf... He went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard it. And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and scribes heard it and were seeking a way to destroy him. For they feared him because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. Verse 20. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. And he goes on. And so there's this uh, huge lesson there. There's there's actually like two, three stories, really, kind of two instances intertwined. And Mark has been doing that lately, the way he writes. Uh, so he's doing this for a reason, like this story of the fig tree. He has a story of the temple day and then or he wraps it up with more about the fig tree. They're intertwined for a reason. The fig tree is a symbol. And Jesus is using a real-life parable, like he's actually doing something as a as a real-life illustration for what he's then going to also do in the temple. Jesus is mad that the temple is not bearing fruit. The, the fig tree is a symbol for the temple. The temple was to be a blessing to the nations, right? It wasn't just the nation of Israel who would come there. It was also the God-fearers and the, the Gentiles who actually converted. And they had a, a court of Gentiles that they could come into and pray. And that was kind of where they were allowed to go. And so it's now being taken up by these money changers and people selling pigeons. Now they get the precedent for that activity from the Old Testament where uh, if you were too poor to have your your own livestock or whatever you could you could pay a small fee and buy your own pigeon to be sacrificed uh, that was an allotment that God prepared for people uh, who were not as well off that they could still participate in the religious sacrificial system uh, that was a 
pointing to God. So that, that was an allotment for them. Now it's being taken totally and, and butchered, and, and now people are making this big business out of it. And the whole money changers thing is they had to have a certain kind of currency uh, to, to be able to, to give at the temple. All, all that to say, these things have Old Testament precedent, but they're being misused and corrupted beyond measure, right? And so Jesus is mad about it. And in order to show about what he's going to do, he he uses this fig tree story to show what he he's actually mad about, and that's the temple. And so when I was researching this, there's a lot of people that are just like, what's the fig tree got to do with, like, why does Jesus hate produce so much? Like, is he being a big meanie jerk to this tree? You know, like, I've seen people, like, people, even scholars, I was shocked to see that just reject this part, say, it's, oh, that's probably not original to Mark. Someone added that later. Uh, basically they're saying like, Hey, this seems pretty vindictive for Jesus. Like why would he curse a fig tree? Right? Well, we see that Jesus did it for a reason. It was symbolic and it was for a purpose. And one commentator I uh, read wrote something about like, you know, if you think about it, Jesus is actually honoring this tree. Like all creation exists because he called it into existence. And yeah, he, he, cursed the tree and it withered and died, right? Instead of thinking that's mean, Jesus is using creation. He's actually honoring this tree, that this is probably the most useful tree, the most useful fig tree in existence. Whereas you can, on a healthy uh, earthly fig tree, you can eat fig fruit and, and it tastes good. Well, this one has been honored even above that because it's been recorded and is being used as a teaching example to the God of the universe. So he's actually honoring the tree. I thought that was a good comeback to that. But then also like, have you all ever seen that show? Now, I'm not endorsing this, right? There's the show called Parks and Rec, and the dude on there, Ron Swanson, he's hilarious, right? There's this scene where the, he's in the park, and he's, you know, the the park ranger comes up, and he's like, do you, are you allowed to do that or whatever he's doing? And, and he's like, it's okay, I have a permit. And he pulls out this note in his pocket, and the, the park ranger's like, that just says, I can do what I want. And it's like... It's funny because that's his personality. I'm not. I'm not endorsing the show, but I thought it was funny that like people get upset about the fig tree, but Jesus created the fig tree. He can do what he wants, right? He's the Lord of the universe, and so if he wants to use it as a sermon illustration, then he's going to. And so that that that's dealing with that. That was just free. the The whole point is, how is this practical, right? I, we don't have the religious sacrificial system that they did at the time. It's not necessarily a one-to-one -one comparison as far as application. But the point is, right, why is Jesus angry at the fig tree, even though it's not fair that it's not even in season for figs? Why would he be mad at that? Well, it's because the tree was in leaf. So it was giving this impression that it was having fruit. It, it gave the impression of bearing fruit without actually bearing fruit. And the temple, likewise, was giving the impression of being this thriving, you know, religious center. But it was the exact opposite. There was no fruit. There's no love. There's no prayer for the, the nations. People are not helping other people. They're victimizing other people and making big profit off of it. It's fake religious activity. It gave the impression of being healthy when, in fact, there was no fruit at all. And that is super relevant and applicable to our lives because yes, we can go to church, we can make our social media status updates, we could do the, the app updates for our Bible studies and all that kind of thing. And at the end of the day, we can really have no fruit because that's the appearance, the illusion of bearing fruit, while deep down in our hearts, we know that we're not. 
Now, all of us have seasons like that, right? I look better than I actually am. Like, I'm a messed up dude, right? Maybe you can identify with me, right? Are you giving the illusion of bearing fruit while deep down you're not really bearing fruit? That makes Jesus angry, right? But he doesn't leave it there, right? So he's coming, he's angry at this activity. He is judgmental, rightly so, over uh, fake religion. But then at the end, when Peter's like, hey, what's going on with this fig tree? Look, you you cursed it, it's withered. That's also a symbol for what's going to happen to Jerusalem. Uh, it's going to be sacked in AD, the year 70 AD. And exactly what Jesus says is going to happen. He predicts for the system. He's done uh, reforming the temple. He's actually going to abolish it, right? He's abolishing this sacrificial temple system. And he's going to raise it in the form of a new temple, right? And he's going to inhabit, he's going to indwell the earth in his small temples, namely us, the spirit-indwelled believers, as his corporate body of the church. That's God's presence on earth. No longer a physical temple, but a church, right, of people who are indwelt with his presence, right? And that is the new era that we are in. Why is that possible? Well, because Jesus had to die and raise in order for that to happen. You know what? God's faithful even when our religious establishments or institutions fail, right? We all fail or are made up of humans, right? He's faithful even when they're not. He's faithful even when you're not. And you can trust him who judges the hypocrisy and even the severity he extends because of also the amazing grace that he also extends to those who seek him in faith. And so today, you're called to bear fruit. Are you bearing fruit? If not, look to him and have faith in God, who is the one who is the first fruits. And we live in thankfulness and in power for what he has done for us. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.